my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to get it out of your head. That is, write down anything you're not going to do right this minute. In a previous episode, I talked about keeping your to-do list short. The reason to do this is that there's no point putting something on a to-do list and then not doing it. It's just as undone as if you'd never put it on the list in the first place. Only now, you feel bad too. Better to have expectations meet reality. The only way to guarantee that happens is to keep your list short. I mentioned that a lot of people really resist this idea. That's because we're responsible for more than three to five things in the universe. So what do you do with the rest of this stuff? How do you keep it from clogging up your brain? How do you make sure you'll remember it in the future? Well, as before breakfast listener Holly put it in an email to me, you get it out of your head. Holly wrote in her note that while she was going through some very stressful times in her personal life, she began writing down various images and memories that came to her so she'd have them somewhere, but wouldn't have to dwell on them. She later realized that this process was useful for things beyond her ruminations. It was a good idea for managing to-do lists in general. So now I have a small notebook, and each page has a subject line, she writes. And on that page, I create a list of things I need to remember, things that I need to do, and things I want to do. This takes them out of my head and into a place I can look over several times a day to see what I can tick off. That is, when she finds herself with some extra time. She noted that these lists also hold her accountable for steps toward bigger projects. It shows progress, it shows achievements, and it shows goals, she says. So what kind of pages does Holly have in her notebook? She sent me a partial list with all of them. She has pages for tracking holidays taken at work, uh, notes for her lawyer, notes for her doctor, notes about money, a general category. Here, she says, I put things I need to do but haven't gotten around to, such as getting the cat microchipped, meeting up with so-and-so, etc. She has a page for her podcast, a page devoted to holiday destinations, page devoted to therapy that might encompass things to cover in sessions or exercises she needs to do, shopping lists, makeup. She says, I keep a list of the shades and brands I love so I don't forget. A destination bucket list, a list for her car, which includes general info and renewal dates, things like that. A Christmas gift idea list, a dream journal, birthday list, social appointments, etc. Holly writes that this may seem like a lot, but each time I need to make room in my head or life or I'm worried I'll forget a date or a piece of information, 
I just flip to that page and note it down. It has given me back control and allowed me to stop procrastinating. What Holly discovered is that just because we're not going to do something right now doesn't mean we don't want to know about it or think about it in the future. So, for instance, I just made a list in my planner that I'm calling the Summer Fun List. These are things I want to do over the summer that make summer feel like summer to me. I put things like eating ice cream at Days in Ocean Grove on the New Jersey Shore, going to a Phillies game, going to a beer garden, and listening to music outdoors. None of these things are on my to-do list for tomorrow or even for the next week. But as I'm going into summer weekends and thinking about what I might like to do, I'll have this list to look back on. I also have an ongoing list of home projects that we should probably do at some point. If I put clean out the closet on my to-do list for this weekend, well, it probably wouldn't get done because it's a full weekend, and then I'd feel bad. But at least now it's somewhere, and when I do feel like I have some time and want to tackle a project, I know which ones I've identified as being worth doing. I'd also definitely recommend keeping a TBR list. That stands for To Be Read. Anytime you hear a good book recommendation, don't assume you'll remember it. You won't remember it. Put it on the TBR list. Then, when you find yourself stuck with a weight somewhere, you can look at the list, order the ebook on your phone, and start reading it in your e-reading app. Our brains can do all sorts of amazing things, but remembering stuff we need to do in the future is not really one of those things. Or worse, we'll remember the thing at a time when we can do nothing about it. I really should call my accountant about that tax issue is just not a helpful thing to wake up and mull over at 3 a.m. So get it out of your head. Then your head will have room for all sorts of other amazing ideas. I'd love to hear about the lists you make. Do you make a lot of them like Holly or just a few? Do you keep them in a notebook or an app or somewhere online? You can email me with your ideas at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.